Hey, welcome to James Crowley's Infinite Playlist, the podcast where I try to hear every song that has ever existed, a podcast on the Lughole Network. Um, it is just me this week. It has been a really busy week for me. I've had a ton of job interviews, uh, which is a good thing because uh, I like to make money because I need money to survive and I'm trying to move out soon. Um, but so it's just me. Last week I had on Stefan... Uh, Stefano, sorry, uh, Stefano from the Cappuccino at Six podcast talking about why would this work? It was a really great and fun episode. Uh, check that out. Check out our backlog of ca- uh, episodes. There are a lot of good ones that have happened recently and a lot of good ones coming up. You know, my girlfriend was on two episodes. Uh, we had Outlaw Country with Aaron Levine. Lots of, lots of good stuff in this past year. And we are hyping up for episode 100. We are so close because this is episode 92. Uh, but yeah, lots of exciting stuff. Uh, before I get into any of the music that I've been listening to this week, please follow me on my socials. I'm James P. Crowley on TikTok, on Instagram, James P. Crowley 68 on Twitter. And uh, I have a newsletter, jamescrowley.substack.com. jamespcrowley.com is my website. Uh, you know, I feel like my stage name should be James P. Crowley. I was on Discovery Plus last week talking about Onision. My life is weird. Um, but yeah, no, there's a lot of lot of cool stuff, lots of hope, lots of uh, hopefully good things coming in the next few weeks. I really hope so. Um, but yeah, you know, I it's just been a very busy past couple of days for me personally. But uh, I'm recording this right before Memorial Day weekend. Uh, if you don't subscribe to my newsletter, who which name I keep changing, um, I recommend giving it giving it a read. I recently wrote about how I kind of feel like I haven't been discovering as much new music lately, but that kind of motivated me to get my ass into gear and to listen to more new music and this is almost entirely all new music this week that i've been listening to that i enjoy so uh i hope you enjoy a lot of the stuff that i've been listening to this week uh but so yeah let's uh just kick this right off with the first song that i wanted to talk about which is run by zeal and ardor Something very odd is happening. I'm having some problems downloading. When I do these solo, I usually just drop the songs right in. Uh, So I'm having personal technical difficulties that will not be reflected in this. But uh, let's talk about Zeal and Ardor. Zeal and Ardor is still one of my favorite bands in metal. If you listened to last week's episode, you know that I mentioned that they are currently my favorite band in metal. Um, And they just put out this song, and it it is so goddamn good. It's different than so much of the other stuff 
that they have done. Uh, it's more straightforward, I would say. It's less kind of that fusion of kind of like soul and blues rock and, um, you know, spirituals. And it's a little bit more straightforward and... You know, it kind of continues the track that the band had kind of set with their EP from over the summer called Wake of a Nation, where they um, were singing very much about police brutality, and it was kind of released in response to uh, George Floyd's murder. Um, so listening to this, it's kind of it, it kind of stirs up similar feelings. It's very powerful and it's very heavy. It's very it's much more in your face. I feel than a lot of the stuff on Wake of a Nation, and I really enjoyed it. I really felt like it was really good. I'm really excited to see what Zeal and Ardor will do on this next album. I loved Stranger Fruit, and I just think that they're going to get so much better and bigger from here. They're such a huge band. I interviewed them for Atwood um, a little while ago. And and uh, it, it, it was so, so cool. You know, I love that band so much. But let's keep on rolling along into my next song, which was Layla by Emdu Mokhtar. This album surprised me. Uh, the album's called, I think, Afrik Victim. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Um, I This album got a Best New Music on Pitchfork last Thursday, I believe. It came out on Friday. And I thought it sounded interesting. I thought it looked cool <laughs> from the, the cover photo. So I checked it out. And I was so pleasantly surprised because I, I had no idea what this was going to be. And it's kind of like a hard rock record. It like, you know, I, I saw the headline on Pitchfork. I still have to read the article. It said that the uh, guitarist was very inspired by Jimi Hendrix. And it's kind of a fusion between like classic rock, like hard rock. And like, I'd say like traditional African music. It's something that, you know, I didn't, uh, I wouldn't probably seek out on my own, but it was so cool. This was, uh, you know, just the guitar playing on its own. I don't know the lyrics and I don't know what the lyrics are about and I need to dive deeper into them. But this whole album just shreds. And if you listen to this podcast, you know I'm a sucker for shredding. It's so, it's such a good album. I was really excited to check this out. Don't know what they're saying. They could be saying horrible things, but, uh, you know, I thought that this album was so good so solid through and through this song in particular i really enjoyed um i think the guitar solo which i don't think you get to hear in the little snippet that i played is incredible so i i highly recommend this i can't recommend this album enough so please check it out let's uh keep rolling along into my next song which was estella by kenny hoopla featuring travis barker Oh, we 
Let me start this off by saying that I'm a little bit disappointed that this doesn't have Gaslight Anthem references in it, because I kept thinking of the, you know, with papers and poetry about Estella line from Great Expectations, uh, which in and of itself is a reference to uh, Great Expectations by uh, Charles Dickinson, I believe, or it might be Pride and Prejudice. It's some classic work of literature that I haven't read, even though I probably should have because I was an English major. But um, I really, I really like this song. I don't know. Like, there's a lot of pop punk coming out that I'm not crazy about. There's a lot of pop punk that's kind of a throwback to the stuff that was popular when I was a kid. And it doesn't really totally hit because that type of pop punk doesn't necessarily connect for me all the time. Like, I love Green Day. Green Day is my favorite band, one of my favorite bands ever. You know, I've seen Green Day as many times as I could. I will see Green Day every time I can until the day I die. That being said, you know, there's a lot of bands that kind of came out uh, in that era that didn't really connect the way that bands that would come out when I was a little bit older would. You know, uh, a band like... This is not a very good example because they're almost as old as Green Day, but like Blink-182. Blink-182, who I do think are inspiring a lot of the people now, you know, uh, like Machine Gun Kelly and like um, Jaden and like Kenny Hoopla, because that's what a lot of this stuff sounds like. I like Blink-182. I don't love Blink-182, and it doesn't connect with me the same way that Green Day or The Wonder Years do. So uh, (laughs) I keep saying Blink-182, and it's no goddamn surprise because Travis Barker is involved with all of these artists. Um, And I have nothing but respect for that band. I have nothing but respect for Travis Barker. but so I was very pleasantly surprised at this because this, it's super catchy. It reminds me a lot of some of that throwback stuff, but it also kind of sounds more modern and it sounds more exciting. And I like Kenny Hoopla's delivery. I'm excited to hear more from this kid. You know, there's a lot of good stuff coming at, about. So I don't know. I think that there's a lot of pop punk nostalgia that is kind of surface level and kind of boring. I think that I hated Machine Gun Kelly's album. I don't think that there was anything good on it, in my opinion. But, again, if it inspires people to get into pop punk and it inspires a wave of like pop punk that I actually enjoy in the future, I'm all for it. So this this was exciting for me, and I really enjoyed this. And I hope uh, I'm going to listen to more from Kenny Hoopla. I don't know what drove me to check this out, but uh, it's, it's very good. And I think Survivor's Guilt is a very cool name for a, a mixtape or an album. Uh, but let's keep on rolling along into my next pick, which was Pick. Pigs is Pigs by Mannequin Pussy.
Fallon impression from talking about Kenny Hoopla, and it actually sounds like a pretty good Tom Waits impression. So if you need someone to impersonate Tom Waits at your next party, hit me up. But anyway, Pigs is Pigs by Mannequin Pussy. Um, <laughs> uh, this is a very serious song, and I shouldn't laugh at the start. Um, Mannequin Pussy is a band that I love, but I always forget exists. They always put out very solid records, but uh, like I, I tend to forget to go back to them, um, which is probably something of a backhanded compliment. But, you know, I do love this band, and I'm always very satisfied with what they put out. And I really love their uh, EP that came out this year, Perfect. Um, and I chose this song because I think it's the song that hits the hardest as of right now, anyway. There's a lot, you know, it's kind of a, you know, standard fuck the police song. It's, uh, you know, there's so many of those. But this is, you know, a song that is written directly in response to uh George Floyd's death and George Floyd's murder and Breonna Taylor's murder. And, you know, there's uh, both explicit references to them, but also just kind of this, hey, you really gotta, you know, pick a side and realize, like, hey, you gotta fight for what you fucking believe in. Um, so this is a this is a great EP. This is a great song. Um, I don't have a lot to add it. You know, it rips. It's an intense punk song. And, you know, there's not a lot else to add other than that. It's just great. And there's nothing... It's short. You know, there's not much else I could add besides... It's great, and you should listen to it. But uh, anyway, let's keep on rolling along into my next song, which was... <laughs> Um, where lightning strikes twice by foxing. It's everything we gave it. It's hard not to feel devastated. But with you, let it be when wasted. So meet me in the tall grass. I twisted both of my ankles on a reindeer. Here up on the hill, I Draw Down the Moon was officially announced today, the day that I'm recording this. Um, and, I mean, Foxing has been dropping teaser songs for a while now. I've I've been a fan of Foxing, and admittedly, they don't always 100% connect for me, but when they do, they really freaking do. And, I, I mean, you know, I've heard the other songs from this album uh, that have been released so far, and, I mean, they're all very good, they're all very exciting, but this is the one that I think has connected with me the most and has made me the most excited for this album you know i've been listening excuse me with to uh indie cast with ian cohen and stephen hyden and you know ian cohen has been talking about how he thinks foxing should be a lot bigger and i think that this song in particular really kind of speaks to that a lot more than uh you know uh, 
than a lot of their previous work has. This sounds much more like anthemic, festival-sized indie rock. It's so exciting. Connor Murphy kind of, you know, this almost sounds like U2. Connor Murphy's voice kind of sounds a little bit like Bono. It's very anthemic, very atmospheric, you know, but in that sort of like U2, you know, power post-punk i don't know what to call it sort of way um and it's awesome it's really awesome you know not uh, you know i don't know if u2 is the best point of comparison because they're kind of corny and you know they're you know their more recent output isn't that good but this really just made me excited and the guitars are great i love the lyrics i love you know just hearing this over and over again i'm so excited about this record and this band you know there's so many exciting things to come and i'm excited to give it a listen um speaking of bands that i guess i'm not as familiar with as i should be my next pick was um down university by fiddlehead No, I should be more familiar with Fiddlehead, um, but I'm really not, and I feel like a dummy admitting that on this podcast. Um, but I remember seeing the hype I behind this album, so I've been, you know, wondering about it a little bit, and, you know, I've been seeing a lot of talk about it on Twitter, and I know that it's a band with members of Have Heart and Basement and other stuff, you know, and I know they're on Run For Cover Records, which is a good sign for me, but I, I just hadn't checked a lot of their stuff out. Um, but I got in advance of this, and I checked it out, and I was like, oh, wow, this rips. This is a really good record. Um, so, you know, I, I you know I don't have a lot else to say about it besides this record is great, and it's awesome, and it's cool. And I, you know, I, it's the type, you know, it, it just kind of gets me excited I don't know, because it's kind of a emo record, kind of a punk record, you know, it kind of reminds me a little bit of a lot of bands that sounded like modern baseball without kind of being whiny at that time. Um, and this song in particular, I think, really speaks to a lot of, you know, disaffection and anger that people have towards the college, you know, the idea that everyone needs to go to college, you know, I, you know, it's got that part where it's like BC, Columbia, graduate, Latin school, you know, and I'm just like, oh yeah, you know, I'm a firm believer that not everyone has to go to college. I think that it's kind of a waste of money for a lot of people. And I think it's a waste of time. And I think you don't necessarily need a degree always to do the things that you want to do. You know, I, and even like when I talk about my college degree, I'm like, oh yeah, you know, I don't really use anything I learned in college today, you know, maybe a little bit, but 
you know, I probably, uh, I should have studied something different or gone to a different school, but it doesn't really, I don't know. It, it really kind of is a lot, but so there's also been, but so that's a lot of the new stuff that I've been very excited about. I know I kind of talked about being a little bit burned out on new music earlier today, but, uh, you know, I've also kind of been going back and listening to some old stuff that maybe I'm not as, you know, I don't know what the word is. It's stuff that I like, but maybe albums that I hadn't listened to a whole lot or, you know, rediscovering. Talk about a glitch. You could hear me trying to find my words in that as well as, uh, you know, <laughs> I don't know. It's so funny. It's like when I'm trying to fill space and fi- find out what I want to say on this podcast. So anyway, the next song is uh, Conversation 16 by The National. You are asleep leave the silver cities, all the silver girls gave us black dreams. The silver cities, all the silver girls Everything means everything It's a Hollywood summer You never believe the shitty thoughts I think We are friends out for dinner When I said what I said, I didn't mean anything We belong in a movie Gotta hold it together till our friends are gone We should swim in a fountain Do not want to disappoint anyone Now we'll leave the silver cities All the silver girls gave us I was doing so well I was only having issues downloading that Zeal and Ardor song to put a sample in, but now it's happening with the National too. Um, I'm keeping these in to keep me honest, um, but this is, uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um, if there's like some random other audio track where it sounds bad in between, the, then you know why. But um, anyway, Conversation 16 by the National. Um, yeah, so... The other day, I went for a walk, and I put on um, High Violet by The National. Um, and I don't know if I'd ever listened to that album all the way through, um, but this song in particular caught my attention. You know, there's so many things on this album that I love. You know, Sorrow, Terrible Love, you know, Blood Buzz Ohio, Lemon World, Runaway. These are all great songs, but listening to this was kind of devastating in a sense it's kind of you know it kind of reminded me of a mountain goat song where it's a that it's kind of realizing that like things are bad and feeling things fall away very quickly and it really you know i don't know there's a lot of songs by the national that kind of live in sadness and i think that this is a perfect example of that and it just kind of consumes you and i think that high violet is a record that it's a you know i remember being in high school and listening to blood buzz ohio over and over again uh and it made me think of a girl i had a crush on that moved to ohio and it's so 
you know, and like it kind of this sort of song kind of recaptures that sort of emotion where you're sad, but kind of without reason and without purpose, um, you know, and I guess that's just kind of what it stirs up in me because I don't have anything to feel sad about right now. But um, yeah, this is a, this is a really great record and it's well worth sitting through again and revisiting. Um but anyway, let's roll on in to my next song, which was Class of 2013 by Mitski. Can I sleep in your house tonight? Mom, is it alright if I stay for a going through albums that I'd listened to on my runs recently, and one of the recent albums was um, Bury Me at Makeout Creek by Mitski, uh, which is still one of my favorite records. I love Mitski so much. You know, I'm so glad that Mitski has gotten so big in her respective world. Um, but, you know, it kind of got me thinking, uh, to uh, wanting to go back to some of her older stuff, and um, I went back to the album Retired from... Uh, <laughs> Retired from sad, new career in business, which is a phrase I kind of nick to try different things. You know, like, <laughs> you know, when I lost my job, I was like, retired from journalism, new career in sad. Um, that's a joke. I'm uh, not that sad about losing my last job. Uh, <laughs> but so, I don't know. I was listening to Class of 2013, which I think is just, you know, a really kind of song about wanting a mother's comfort but also you know feeling kind of lost and you know i think that both those things kind of go hand in hand and i think mitski does this song really well it's really strange listening to the album version because she used to close her shows with it and with kind of like an acapella version or like you know where she would just like strum a guitar chord and then scream it so hearing the album version is very different um, but it's sort of the same thing, and I mean, you know, it's a song about feeling lost, and I mean, Mitski, I don't know, it's funny reading it now, because I'm looking at the Genius page and realizing, oh, Mitski definitely graduated from Purchase in 2013, and it's a song about not feeling prepared for the post-grad world, um, which, uh, it, you know, even though I graduated college five years ago, I still feel, which is strange, I've been out of college longer than I was in college. I don't know. Life is so strange. But um, let's bring this on home with my last pick, which is Brave as a Noun, plus survival song live from AJJ's uh, Live at Third Man Records album. Filled with cancers and poppies hearts. If this is how you folks make art, well, that's fucking depressing. And it's sad to know that we are not alone. the house. 
still having the problems downloading. I don't totally know what you're going to hear. You might just hear a live rip of the album, of something. You might not hear the exact album version that I was listening to. But, um, yeah, I very recently, I was going, I listened to AJJ's People Who Can Eat People um, album while I was working out. I was just doing a quick workout, so I just wanted something fast and simple and kind of low-key. Um, but so that kind of got me thinking. And then the other day, you know, I was driving and I was just looking for something to put on. So AJJ was there since I'd listened to them recently. And I was like, you know what, screw it. Let's put on the Live at Third Man um, thing. So... I, I put that on, you know, Emmy loves folk punk, so I was like, this could appeal to her, um, and I, I really enjoyed it, you know, I don't know, I haven't seen AJJ proper live, I've seen Sean Bonnet live, um, and he did Brave as a Noun, I don't think he did Survival Song, but hearing those two songs go into each other is really great, and it's really cool to get to hear... I don't know, it, it, it was nice listening to the live version just because I was glad to hear the crowd singing along and hearing them scream along to Brave as a Noun really moved me in a certain sense. So, I don't know, I really I really enjoyed it. But so, I hope you enjoyed uh, listening to a little bit of Brave as a Noun. Now I'm going to play a little bit of Survival Song and I'll jam out with you next time. All right, bye. Gotta survive. And I give a thank you to my father for not raising me. I give a middle finger to my stepmother for beating me and I give props to myself. This has been a Lug Hole Podcast. <laughs>